Welcome back to the second episode of Coffee and Anti-Racism. And I've actually had my coffee already, but you can have yours, enjoy. So um, today I wanna talk about um, racism and unconscious bias, because there's been a lot of conversation around this. Um, I didn't watch the interview, but I hear that Prince Harry made a comment uh, which suggested that, or he said, that unconscious bias and racism are two different things. Uh, so somebody had asked me this question, are they two different things um, on, on LinkedIn in my inbox? And I then created a video just explaining what racism is and what unconscious bias is. And I kind of didn't give my opinion or thoughts on either. Um, but in this video, I just kind of want to, because there was a lot more I wanted to say, and race is a complex topic, race and racism, they're complex topics. So it's very difficult to really explain something like that in five minutes. So I'm just going to, going to go into a bit more detail here about the, um, both racism and unconscious bias. Um, yeah, but so that's why we're talking about this. And normally I don't comment on, you know, popular news items around racism. I'm somebody that, you know, you probably hear me say this a number of times because it's, because it's really important, but I'm, I'm someone who's had cancer. And because of that, I'm really, really careful about what I exposed myself to. I'm pretty convinced that the reason I got it in the first place was because um, I was too stressed. I was doing a lot. I took on a lot. Uh, there was a lot of pressure in my brain. And I think that led to disease forming in my body. And so um, I, I have chosen to do this work. It's something I feel really passionate about. I know a lot about it. Um, we've been talking about cultures and identity for for years at Strawberry Words, in, before Strawberry Words was Strawberry Words and it was Harvey Arts back in 2002. So it's something I really am passionate about in terms of educating people because I know that through education, um, people are more aware and when you're more aware, um, you might change the way um, you do things, therefore making life better for marginalized and in this case, ethnically, um, ethic, ethnically marginalized people. So, um, yeah, so, so I don't normally comment on those sorts of things, but um, I think this is important. And it's, I, th I actually think it's a good thing that this has, ha this has been brought up and, you know, lots of people are speaking about this because we do need to talk about it. So um, firstly, what I'm going to do is I'm going to uh, talk about racism. So um, whenever we're training, it's so important that we start by defining what racism is, right? So there are different definitions of racism and I think that's the first thing to know, that there are different definitions, but what most people run with, and I think, you know, pretty much because it's convenient, um, is that um, racism is um, when you call somebody a name or treat somebody differently because of their skin color. Now, I'm not saying you're wrong. If you think that's what racism is, that is a type of racism, but that's not the full picture, okay? That's what's known as individual racism. So if I'm called a name or if I'm treated differently, um, you know, then yeah, that's, that's, that's individual racism. That's between me and you or between a few people and me and so on, okay? But, it's so much bigger than that. And, and, and what the problem is with that definition is that a lot of people will look at that and think, wow, 
I don't do that. Phew, because <laughs> I was starting to get uncomfortable. No, I don't do any of those things. I'm not racist because to be called racist would be the worst thing in the world. And therefore, let's just not talk about this. Let's talk about something completely different. Phew, doesn't mean that racism stops on a systemic level. Okay, and I think that's the piece that people are really missing and the piece that people haven't been educated about is how racism is woven into the fabric of society. Now, I don't have the time nor inclination to go into the deeper, the deeper definitions around what racism is, systemic racism is, but think of it as a, a system that is informed by our history, okay? So we were all, so before let, the uh, days of the African slave trade, we didn't reference, we didn't talk about our skin colours. Um, it was more about uh, income level and, you know, th that sort of thing. So your socioeconomic uh, status, that type of thing. The poor people, the rich people, the, um, the laymen and, and so on. But then we got to the African slave trade and we were then put into racial categories. Look up Johann Frederick Blumenbach. We were put into racial categories and we were told that each, um, each racial group had a value. Some had a higher value than others. At the top of that hierarchy were placed white people. At the bottom were placed black people. Now, ha! <laughs> at this point, I know a lot of people are like, what, what are you talking about? Yeah, we, haven't, we weren't really taught about this history. I certainly wasn't taught about this history. But yeah, so because from that piece of um, that research or that piece of, yeah, that, that research, we've kind of held on to that aspect um, of putting people into categories. And so we still refer to each other as, you know, the black people, the white people, the, the brown people and so on. When actually there's no, there's no evidence. In fact, that we, as human beings, we have so much more in common, 99.9% um, of our DNA is the same. Okay, the Human Genome Project of 2003 disproved the idea that we are different on a biological level. Okay, I don't wanna to get too um, into the science part of this, but I just wanna you know, explain to you that race is a social construct, okay? We've just been told that we are these things, okay? Yeah, we have different skin colors based on where it is our ancestors chose to, um, to migrate to or stay, but that's it, okay? And so it, would it, be a, it wouldn't be a problem if we were all treated the same way, if we were all still given the same value, but we're not. We're not. And so we see evidence of that. And just to give you a few examples, uh, in the workplace, two out, the TUC did some research last year. The TUC um, reported that two out of um, every five ethnic minorities say they face racism in the workplace. That's a large percentage, okay? Two out of every five um, black, Asian, minority ethnic people face racism in the workplace. The one that really gets me, I mean, there's loads of examples I can give you. Um, there's the um, 
schools to prisons pipeline because um, particularly black children, uh, Gypsy Roma traveler children are over scrutinized, their, their behavior is um, deemed more negative um, than, than other children, they are excluded more. And because they're excluded more, they're far more likely to enter into the criminal justice system. When you look at the figures, it's shocking. But what really shocks me, particularly when it comes to young people, it's my pen, um, is that 53% of young people within the criminal justice system are from an ethnic minority background. And that's not because, sorry, can you, can you hear my surprise? Um, that, that's not because they necessarily um, commit more crimes. The evidence isn't there to say that. It's because they're treated differently within the criminal justice system. Why? because of racial unconscious bias, okay? Racial unconscious bias. What's that, okay? All right, let's go backwards. What's unconscious bias? So unconscious bias is, are a set of stereotypes formulated in the brain about individuals and groups of people without a conscious awareness. Okay, without a conscious awareness. Now I'm not gonna go into this next bit in any, any great detail, but some people use that as an excuse, you know, well, well, if I'm not aware of it, there's nothing I can do about it. Well, your microaggressions will give you away. That's all I'm gonna say about that for now. We'll talk about microaggressions um, on another episode. But yeah, so, it, they, and they can be really surprising unconscious biases. We all have unconscious biases. That's also gonna be news for a lot of people because the biggest unconscious bias is, I don't have unconscious bias. We all do. Doesn't feel nice to have them revealed, but we all do them. We do have them, sorry. And uh, if you wanna test that, you can go on to Google, just put in um, the Implicit Association Test by Harvard University. The Implicit Association Test, Harvard University, okay? And take it, take the test, and you'll have some of your unconscious biases revealed to you, okay? And we have other ways in, when we do uh, training in which we can reveal them to you. Um, but I'll just, I just wanna give you an example of when I've discovered them for myself. So um, I'd heard about this type of unconscious bias called implicit egotism theory. And basically it states that, you know, as human beings, we're quite um, into ourselves and we like things that are associated with us, including the letters of our name and particularly the first letters of our name. So I thought, yeah, whatever, you know, I don't have lots of things around me beginning with R. Then I thought about the last three roads I've lived on over many years. They all begin with an R. <gasps> when I discovered that, I was like, oh my gosh, that's a bit crazy. What? Then, you know, I'm doing this work and I was looking for a coat online and I went onto this website and I would just like put a heart, you know, to save the coat that I, you know, the, the coats that I liked. When I went back to look at the five coats that I had chosen, they were all on black women. Now this wasn't a website where it was all black women. Like there were lots of different color, colors of women, but all the coats I chosen 
were being worn by black women. And again, I was shocked. And that's what it's like when your unconscious bias is revealed because they are often in opposition to the very values that we hold dear. And one of the values we have in society is that we treat everybody equally, we treat everybody fairly. Most people will say that because most people, you know, we like to believe that we're good people. So to find out that, whoa, okay, I really do, um, you know, have a positive um, bias towards people who are like me. Because unconscious biases can be positive and negative, you know, what does that mean for other people is what I'm thinking. So if, if I favour black women, who don't I favour? And that's, that's scary and that's, um, it's painful to realise that you have unconscious biases towards others. Now, it's no real fault of your own. We're in a society, you know, we're influenced. Our unconscious biases are influenced by what's around us, by who's speaking to us. First and foremost, your parents and, you know, the point of view, views that they had. They will form your, form your cultural frames of reference. Then there's the media and how they um, portray certain types of people. So, for instance, think about, I say this, you know, think about um, a solicitor, quickly. What colour were they? You don't have to tell me. Think about a cleaner. What colour were they? Again, you don't have to tell me. Think about a criminal or an offender. What colour are they? And again, it's about the language you use, you know. If I said, um, think about um, an evil person. What colour are they? Okay. So these are conversations to have with yourself. You know, you don't have to be having these, I mean, you can, and I do encourage safe conversations with people around you. But when we're, when we're encouraged to think about these types of um, scenarios, these types of uh, stereotypes. Honestly speaking, we will start to have our, some of our unconscious biases revealed to us, okay? And that doesn't feel very good. So going back to the question around um, whether unconscious bias and racism is the same thing, on a simple level, on a surface level, no, they're not the same thing because unconscious biases are stereotypes, stereotypes about anything. So I could have an unconscious bias towards, um, you know, people who wear yellow shoes. I could have an unconscious bias towards, um, I don't know, other people who do what I do. I could have an unconscious bias towards um, disabled people, um, people of different religions and so on, okay? So it doesn't have to just be on race. But I go back to systemic racism and what I said about it being uh, woven into the fabric of society. Whenever I'm looking for research, and do you hear me sigh when I say this, whenever I'm looking for research um, on racism in a particular area, whether it's the healthcare system, COVID, um, the prisons to school, the schools to prisons pipeline, you know, children being over-policed. Um, the Renemy Trust has recently released a report on that and how police 
are mainly, when they are in schools, they're mainly in schools where there are lots of black children and so on. You know, whenever I look for research, uh, the other day I was doing some research on climate change and, and you know, that sort of area. And again, it was there, environmental racism. I, admittedly, it's not something I'd really looked into before, but ha <laughs> ta-da, lo and behold, it was there. So it's very hard not to see it, but boy, can we work hard to not see it. Not only, uh, it doesn't matter what color your skin is, because if you're, if you're an ethnic minority, you're wanting to avoid it because it's so painful because it directly affects you and other people and it's traumatizing. And if, if you're white, you know, it feels horrible to be implicated in any, in any of that. So again, it's, you know, it's best that I avoid it. But when we're not having open, honest, real conversations about the elephant that's in the room, it's allowed to thrive in darkness. And when it thrives in darkness, you know, so-called unconscious unconsciously no i don't mean so-called unconsciously because it can be unconscious but for some people they are aware that this exists but it's easier to choose to not see it so i'm going back to my point i'm going off i'm going off on one so what i'm saying is the question is is racism and unconscious bias the same thing no on a surface level but you can bet your bottom dollar that you will be, you will have been influenced by stereotypes about ethnic minorities. It's hard to avoid. And because of that, your unconscious bias will have picked up on some of these messages. And because of that, you may choose, sorry, not choose, you may treat uh, as a white person, ethnic minorities differently than you would somebody who looks like you. Okay, and I know that's hard to hear. I know that's hard to hear for some. Some of you may be aware of it, but for some of you are not. But that's where we are. And this is why it's important to have these conversations. This is why it's important to know what unconscious bias is and racial unconscious bias and racism so that we can begin to do the work so one of the first things I'd say to you as a result of this podcast episode is to go and take the IAT test. Go and take the um, implicit, go and take the IAT, the Implicit Association Test by Harvard University. Okay. Um, or take our training, you know, um, we have the time to talk about race training online for individuals as well as uh, organizations. Okay. And also sign up to our newsletter because I'm constantly educating people uh, about uh, racism and, and unconscious bias, microaggressions and all that sort of stuff. All right. So I'm going to leave it there. Um, but Feel free, if your comments are constructive, feel free to let me know. <laughs> if they're just negative for the sake of being horrible, it will be ignored. Okay, so that's it. Thank you so much for listening and I look forward to seeing you next time.